Hey everybody, welcome to what is episode 9 of the Max Out Podcast, I believe it is. Um, as always, on this little introduction, thank you guys so much for your support. Uh, it means the world. Um, I'm having a great time doing this. And now that I'm back with Vin in person, since we live together, uh, we're going to have a lot more content. We're going to get a lot more creative with, with our content and what we do, and, and maybe even recording episodes with a camera and posting it on YouTube. You know, we, we get a lot of stuff to think about. Um, also, we are getting closer and closer and closer to that merch goal. So just keep sharing, keep supporting, keep following. Again, it means the world. Little intro on this episode. A uh, huge shout out to uh, Christian Tate. That is Christian.Tate on TikTok. Just hit 10,000 followers. He might be at like 12,000 now. Uh, go give him a follow. Um, strong ass dude. Played football at Georgetown. Just recently graduated, currently an NFL free agent, looking to find a home, uh, coming off of an injury, facing some adversity. We talk about that, talk about football, talk about lifting, talk about everything that we both love. So I think it's a great interview. It's not too long. Um, Give it a listen, and thank you guys so much for your continued support. Enjoy. What's up, Doug? What's up, Christian? How you doing, bro? Pretty good. How about you, man? Uh, pretty good hanging in there in this fucking quarantine just trying to stay busy i feel that dude it's some bullshit yeah i know i know i know especially with all these out-of-state travel restrictions and uh, crap like that but um anyways let's get started it's great to have you on here man appreciate you i appreciate uh reaching out you know putting it out there yeah absolutely absolutely appreciate you hopping on here um, let's start with a little bit of a personal info. Like, what's your background like? Where are you from? Like, what's your story? Yeah. So, uh, I'm from Georgia, Warner Robins, Georgia. I was born in Atlanta. Family moved down there in 2000 when we had my little brother. My parents had my little brother. Uh, I've been playing football ever since I was five. It's just been the thing to do. Everybody in my town. Uh, small town. I actually grew up with... Uh, Jake Fromm, Marquez Calloway, and uh, Quintez Cephas. They're all in the league now. So I'm, I'm the outlier of the group. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I know what you mean. It's, it's, it's kind of hard to not be the outlier in a, in a group like that, but I feel you. I'm with you there. I, I got a similar story. I moved to, well, I moved all around the place when I was growing up, but um, I ended up going to high school in, uh, in South Florida. Um, so I played, I played against a fair share of, uh, I haven't played against anybody in the league yet, but I've played against people who are on their way to the league, if that makes sense. A couple right. of guys at Louisville right now. Um, kid at Florida State. Um, whole bunch of – that's Yeah, that's just, that's just how Florida is, man. It's, it's, yeah. it's different, similar to Georgia. But um, along with that, man, let's, let's get into football a little bit. So, obviously, you're a tank, defensive lineman. You played at Georgetown. Uh, I saw you got all sorts of accolades there, uh, all conference selections, stuff like that. Uh, tell me a little bit about your football story and kind of like ha- what brought you to Georgetown and, and all that stuff. Got you. So uh, in high school, I actually played running back. Uh, I was getting looked at by UGA, uh, Auburn, Tennessee. And they, they all wanted me to come on as a preferred walk-on uh, by the time, you know, they got their eyes on me. It was a week before uh, signing day. So I was just like, oh, just come on as for a walk on. We'll see what you can do, and you know, we'll go from there. And I was like, I was, I was down with that. Yeah, but uh, yeah. my or 
Georgetown called me like a couple days later. I had just left Tennessee. Um, my dad gets a call from a coach at Georgetown. He was like, hey, one come up, you know, see if he likes place. And then we'll probably offer him. So I go up, they offer me. And uh, after they offered me, my parents were like, you're going there. You don't have a choice. I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> so uh, I get there and, you know, in my mind, I'm still thinking, all right, I'm, I'm running back. In high school, like my freshman year, I was probably, I'm like 295 now. I was 258 then, somewhere mm-hmm. between 258, 265. And um, they were like, yeah, actually, you're going to play defensive end. I was like, oh, right, yeah. Fuck me. Cool. I, I don't care. <laughs> Just get on the field. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what it's about at that point. I was, I was like, all right, you know, whatever. I'll play. Um, and then, you know, all through college, you know, it was all about uh, putting on, packing on muscle and just doing what I can. So, yeah, I've played against a few good, good teams. We play, uh, I know you go to New Hampshire. Who do y'all play? So play like, uh, right now we're, we're D2, we're in the Northeast 10. So we play Assumption. We play, um, we used to play Merrimack, but Merrimack went up to D1. Um, yeah. uh, in the past, we've played Bryant. In the past, we've played Wagner. Um, now we still play within D2, Franklin Pierce, which is a small yeah, school. A um, uh, bunch, bunch of small schools, Stonehill. Um, yeah. Most notable D2 team that we played was probably Tiffin. Um, we got waxed. <laughs> <laughs> But it was it was it was worth it. it. It got us out of a slump, and then we came back after that loss, and, and we went on a five game win streak. There you uh, go. But um, shoot, uh, shoot, man, hold a sec. Somebody's coming in tomorrow. Drew, I'm gonna just cut this stuff out. Uh, oh, it's you. Yeah, oh, I heard you. It's, it's, it's my roommate who I normally I might just leave this in now. It's my roommate who I normally do do the podcast with. But anyways, yeah, we we uh, we played Tiffin. Um, Right now, for the spring, we're trying to see if we can play anybody. Yeah. Um, if anybody's better than nobody. But, That's but true. other than that, um, I know in the Patriot League, you guys play Holy Cross, right? Um, yeah. Um, Colgate. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think because I got I got recruited by Georgetown. Um, oh, really? Back. Yeah, I forget what coach it was. I think it was your D-line. I think it was your D-line coach. And I remember we played – my high school played Vero Beach High School. Um, we lost, but our O line had like a dominant game, and yeah. their defensive lineman was going to Georgetown. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I saw and and I recognized Georgetown, and I recognized that the kid I was playing against had an offer from them, and and he committed there. And I was like, "Don't you have this kid?" He was like, "Yeah." And this was like the cocky when I was in like my cocky mindset, and I was like, "Right, check check the first few plays of my tape." Right. <laughs> That didn't work out too well for me. I didn't get the offer or anything, but um, I had a few. I had a few solid schools. I had D two schools out the ass and D three schools out the ass. Couldn't get any Patriot League or Ivy League schools to pull the trigger, so um, ended up at St. Anselm. I had a PW. I had a preferred walk on to FAU. Yeah. Decided against it. You know, I'd rather be on scholarship. Than That's not, true. Than, and, and you know, big fish, small pond. Right, yeah. And then just be another phase. But enough on that. Um, uh, so I remember you said something about an injury. You want to tell, talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so this was my senior year. And this was like we hyped up the season. We started off 4-0. We're getting into conference play. First, uh, 
we play Fordham, you know, they are they're supposed to be like our big rival, whatever. Yep. yep. Uh, we it's a close game up until halftime. I think it was like nine to seven, something like that. Uh, after halftime, uh, we come out, uh, they score, and then I block the kick, the extra point, and the ball hits me like literally like the the form, like right here in this spot, and I hear a pop, and I'm like, I don't I don't know what that could have been. Go to the sideline, and I'm like moving my arm, fine, whatever. Uh, probably like you know get an offensive series and go back out on defense, and like I get hit there and I was like, oh no, this is some bullshit. I don't know what the fuck's going on. But then I go to the sideline, they wrap it up. They're just like, oh, it's, it's a bruise, you know, whatever. It'll it'll be fine. But uh, probably like within the next 10 minutes after that, I couldn't move my arm anymore. Um, yeah, so uh, come come like that week of practice, I was, I was limited. I went to get an MRI that week and they're like, yeah, it's actually uh, torn. So uh, what do you want to do? I was like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean it's torn? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like one of those things you like don't ever expect to happen. I was like, nobody, yeah. nobody like I didn't get stabbed or anything. Like, yeah, what? Yeah. How, how does this happen? Absolutely. And, um, you know, it kind of fucked me up a little bit. Like, I was getting looked at by a decent amount of teams up yeah. until that point. And then... After that, you know, you know how it goes. It's it's a business. Uh, whoever's healthy is gonna get picked. Yeah. Um, but I did. I mean, after that, I was out for the rest of the season. A bunch of uh, parents would come up to me. Why don't you just get a cortisone shot? Like, why did you not, like, what are you? I'm not doing this shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I ended up getting healthy and like, I came back early. I'm probably only it's like I stopped doing shit for like four or five months, maybe. Yeah. Uh got healthy enough to start working out again, getting ready for pro days. And then that's when COVID fucking hit and yeah. fucked everybody up. So yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. So I'm just at this point now where it's like, I'm still working out. Like if they have pro days or tryouts this year, you know, yeah. I can go do that. And I've still been talking to some scouts and whatnot, but it's just like, it was the perfect storm for me not to get picked up by a team, you know, yeah. injury, fucking pandemic. Yeah. Now it's just like, nobody yeah. knows what's happening. Yeah, as soon as you're getting out of that that injury slump, then boom, March hits and and everything's fucking shut down. I'm I'm yeah, with you there. I'm with you there. So with that, you touched on it. You're still talking to a few scouts and stuff like that. But but outside of that, like, what are your, you got any plans for the future? Or, or um, well, right now I'm uh I'm doing sales with a company in DC, okay. tech company. Uh, and it's like it's one of those things where it's like, all right. Now that if I can't play football, where do I want to go? What do I want to do? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, I, I don't know. I feel like I got, if by April, you know, if I'm still not picked up by a team, I'm just going to start all right. Forward, yeah, yeah, done with football at that point. Yeah. Uh, find a job. I want to get into coaching. Yeah. Uh, you know, <clears throat> I feel like that that's just something I want to be a part of with either a high school team or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. um, and just go from there. I don't, I don't know, like – it's, I still got a lot to think about, you yeah. know? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you there. I still, granted, I'm, I'm a little bit younger, but I still have, I barely have an idea on what, what I want to do. I know, you know, NFL. What year are you? I'm a sophomore right now. Oh, damn. Nice. Second, second semester of my sophomore year. Um, 
NFL is a bit of a, a bit of a stretch. Um, I mean, it's not out of the question, but yeah, I also have to be realistic. Um, six foot two center at a Division two school, you know. Absolutely. Uh, outside of that, um, you know, I'm I'm with you with coaching. Um, I definitely want to be involved with with uh, high school coaching if it's possible. Right. Um, I don't know about college, just because college it's it's such a commitment. You know, I see it's a lot, right? just, just just scrambling. They're moving all over the place. Like, how do you how do you start a family and have like a stable life if you're exactly one, one year or you could be at a school for four or five years and then all of a sudden, boom, head coach gets canned, whole coaching staff's gone. You got to move exactly, dude. Pour it out of fucking Washington State. You know, like just overnight. Exactly. That's exactly like, and it's like long hours too. You're talking like mm-hmm. you're getting to the facilities five a.m. Yeah. And I, I know like. Our coaches wouldn't leave until like 9, 10 p.m. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Even in the offseason, they're in there from from like 8 or 9 in the morning to like 7 at night, 6 or yeah. 7, which is just absurd because as soon as the season's in season, you know, they're in there from 5, 6 a.m. to 10 o'clock at night, putting game plans together, breaking down film, all that stuff. And then recruiting starts, and then it's right back on the fucking line. Stop. You're always going. It's absurd. Yeah, I'm with you. A um, little bit of transfer now. Of course, my main thing on TikTok is lifting, lifting. That's what I'm yeah. passionate about. That's what I'm actually starting to get into coaching, with, which, um, which I'm amped about because I want to open my own gym way, way down the yeah. road in the future. But talking about uh, lifting, like what would be your favorite lifts to train, whether it's for football, just general strength, even if it's just some bodybuilding shit, like what do you think? Um, favorite like – Probably bench. I don't like, you know, <laughs> typ- typical guy. I love yeah, bench. I got a big yeah. bench. Typical, typical football player. I'm yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. every time, you know, it's like, that's why I, I bought a uh, squat rack and a bench. And it's just because, yeah. like, every time I go to the gym, I'm doing bench press, mm-hmm. I get done, and then I sit up and everybody's just staring at me. I hate that, <laughs> I hate that shit. <laughs> yeah, it always, always brings attention. That's, that's one thing I've noticed from being, being a college athlete and just getting – you know, I'm not like ridiculously strong, but I'm, I'm fairly strong. So yeah. whenever I go to like a commercial gym or something and I do, I just squat or, or I deadlift or even bench even. And, and my bench is, is probably not near yours yet, but um, I'm still benching. I could probably bench four plates. Yeah. Maybe, maybe for a double, maybe, but I, I still get people just looking, just staring. Like, and it's like I forget sometimes like normal people. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I know I know exactly like mean. 185 or something yeah. like that. I forget that every yeah. day. Well, yeah, because we're so used to being around, you know, other strong ass people. So exactly. we, like I know I I already know other kids on my team that can bench 405 and even rep it. So it's like like to me, that's just like normal. Like that's the normal. Like exactly, exactly. I'm with you there. Um, I, again, I've noticed you're strong as hell. You bench a house. Your clean's pretty fucking solid. You're going to clean 405 one of these days. I, I know yeah, it. Uh, there. Whole, it's just it's just all technique work for you, I've, I've noticed. Uh, do you think you could have a potential future in strength sports? Like on the side, say football, You're say you're done with football down the road and you're just trying to find something to do competitively. Do you think there's something in there in strength sports? Whether it's I, uh... powerlifting, Olympic lifting. I think I think so. I just got to figure out how to start. Yeah, you know? yeah I'm like I, I, I'm not against it. I think it'd be fun. You know, you yeah. get to meet a lot of people and yeah, the weight. I mean, yeah. So I just got to figure out how to start. I, I'd do it. 
Yeah, I think I think you're your big thing. I think what you would be really good at, if not, maybe Olympic lifting. Because I've seen I did a, I did a little bit of research uh, going yeah. into this. Yeah. I've seen I've seen you snatch. You've I've seen you snatch two plates. Um, I've seen you clean well over three plates. So I think Olympic lifting, there's definitely something there. And I think, I think maybe even strongman, just cause yeah. you got that, that big, you got, you got to build similar to mine, you know, right. Big, just big. That's the best. Just big guys. Like. Just big yeah. guys. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, with that, uh, I guess, I guess we could just wrap it up. I mean, unless you got any, any sort of questions, anything to say, um, uh, what do you, hmm. Are you so you guys are looking to find people to play in the spring? Because I know Georgetown opted out of the spring. Yeah, yeah. So right now, um, I've been I, I my coach has my coach has been fairly transparent with me, so I'm trying to be like not tell everything. Yeah, that's yeah, I got you. But at the same time, uh, we're definitely looking to see if we could if we could maybe scrimmage somebody. Obviously, following like COVID protocols and and crap like that. Um, the hard thing is we is that if you for us to go play somebody to us to go play somebody in general it's going to take a solid three weeks of just strength and conditioning just because yeah. everybody's every half of our team is in this 10-day quarantine thing you know yeah. where we can't use a gym and we're in new hampshire so it, using the field and going outside is, is fairly limited and then after that three weeks it's going to take you know like a solid three weeks of a camp yeah, um, to get back right. into real football shape, get into playing shape so nobody gets injured. So in prob I'd say probably a month and a half, um, we would be ready to play somebody a month and a half from like another week from now when everybody gets back on campus and stuff like that. Right. Um, so I, I, my coach said we'll play fucking anybody. Um, doesn't matter who I'm sure he's reached out to, uh, people but he's tried to stay in new england because if we leave new england then when we come back we have to do the 10-day quarantine again are you serious i that's what i think it is uh it's Damn. new hampshire it's new hampshire rules um you know and and i feel bad because because people are going to rip on the school for that but like yeah. you know, i was pissed when i got here i was like damn i got a quarantine for 10 days but then i did i actually looked it up and i was like it's the state of new hampshire's law so like the school doesn't really have any flexibility yeah, they don't have a choice. They want to break the law. So if we can play somebody, I'll be I'll be happy. Um, just to put pads on again, or if we can't do that, I at least want to be on a consistent strength regime, strength and conditioning yeah, schedule. Yeah, I feel yeah. So that we're not you know lifting once a week or lift get into get in one week of lifting, and then you know have somebody get COVID on the team, right? And then right. all of a sudden yeah. shut down, can't do anything. So. Basically, everything's up in the air. We don't know. We don't know. COVID fucked everything up. It's I hate brutal. this shit, dude. It, it, it's 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 brutal. It's brutal. It's brutal. You at least you at least got to be thankful, though. You know, like yeah. thankful that, like you know, none of my family's been seriously afflicted by it. I've had True. family. I've had yes. family members get it, but even then, they, you know, they lost their taste and smell and felt achy for like a week. Um, yeah, but that I'm pretty, dude. I'm pretty sure I had it, and like, yeah. Yeah, March or something. You just, you Couldn't smell anything notice. for two yeah. weeks. Yep, yep. Same, same exact deal here. I thought, I thought, um, I couldn't taste, couldn't smell, it, or I could a little bit, a little bit, but I was really congested. I was coughing all the time, and I went to the doctor, and they said, "Oh, well, you don't have the flu. 
you don't have bronchitis. <laughs> We're just going to say you have an upper respiratory infection. Like, okay. And then next, all of a sudden, COVID, coughing, right, yeah. uh, aching, uh, no smell, no scent. You know, who, who the hell knows? But um, I think that's a solid note to, uh, to wrap it up. Yeah. Um, as always, uh, you know, you want to drop your socials if people are listening, want to oh, yeah, sure. shout let me pull it up. I don't even know my own TikTok handle, <laughs> dude. I swear to God. Nah, you're good. Let's see here. TikTok, Christian Tate. Christian with a K. A lot of people don't know Christian that. It's still Christian. K. Yes. Christian yes. with a K. For sure. Tate, T-A-T-E. Simple. Christian Tate on TikTok. Strong as hell. Didn't you just hit like 10,000 followers too? Yeah, I'm at, uh, what am I at right now? 12.7. Nice. Nice. Slowly growing. We're getting there. Slowly growing. Slowly growing. I thought that too. I just hit 18.7 and hopefully I can, I hopefully I can keep growing. I just, it's always waiting for those few videos to just. Yeah. Take off. off, You know, you don't get followers. TikTok's algorithm has been weird lately. Yeah. I, I don't know. You see, I've been, did you join the creator fund? Yeah. See, I, I'm thinking of, I've been in it. I'm thinking about leaving it just because I think it limits your views. I think and it does. I, I don't get enough views to the point where like I make money from it. Like I make, I make a little bit, but like it's it's like thirty it's bucks. Like I'd rather just get the views, get the exactly, exactly, make money off it. Yeah, exactly. So I'm I'm contemplating that. But um, on that note, uh, thank you so much for being on here, man. It was it was a pleasure. Um, I appreciate it, dude. Listeners, uh, we are almost at. 100 followers on Spotify. I don't know how many followers we have on Apple Podcasts. Um, I'm saving my money. I would love to do a merch drop. That'd be sick with the little Max Out logo. Get a little beanie. Um, Tank tops. uh, Hoodies would be clean, too. Um, I know some people with with those sewing machines and shit like that, like the fancy ones that that might be able to help out with that. Um, And then, as always, give me a shout on TikTok. uh, Willie underscore C 65. Uh, Instagram W Cunningham 65, Twitter W Cunningham 65. Um, yeah, that's it.